Welcome to this special throwback edition of the CSRM Podcast. In these special episodes, we travel back to the 2016 REACH Gathering where Dr. Greg Linville interviewed some CSRM pioneers about the history and mission of CSRM. Today's interview is with CSRM founding board member, Roger Oswald. Hi, we're back here at the REACH Gathering 2016 and we're doing an interview with Roger Oswald. And Roger is really the dean of all of us, uh, all the sports ministers. We've all joked, Roger, many times that we've stolen more from you than we've, than we've ever known ourselves. But Roger has uh, been the founder and longtime director of Church Sports International. He has been on the CSRM board. He has been involved in, how many countries have you been involved in in training? And Seventy. Seventy different countries training for local church sports ministry and continues even today as a CSRM staff emeritus and really was the first staff emeritus. Yes. And we now have six. And, and so, Roger, help us understand a little bit of, of the history of local church sports ministry? Well, for myself, uh, I started as a sports minister in a local church in, in 1980 at Los Gatos Christian Church. And at that time, I had a business card that said, Minister of Sports, and you would hand that card to people and they would look at it and say, what in the world is that? And um, we really had did not have a great deal going on in the West Coast. Now, in the... Uh, in the South, the, the recreation ministry movement had been there for quite a while, uh, but it was more of an internal program where my concept of sports ministry, or at least what I learned through other agencies, was that um, you didn't want a program for just the believers, you wanted a program that would bridge to the community. And so um, we were, at that point, kind of feeling our way we, did, we didn't have too many models to look at when we started. No, you became the model. And in fact, you wrote the book. You wrote the manual. Uh, I know that some of your material was some of the first that I ever looked at. And it was obvious to me that there was a distinctive difference. And I think you really paved the way for what many of us do today as we begin to think theologically so we can act pragmatically. Yeah. And you really have helped uh, the whole movement in that way. Well, I, I, <laughs> I came into ministry as a baby Christian. I mean, the mm. church took a real risk in hiring me. I had only been a Christian two years. You were a high school coach, right? I was a high school teacher and coach. I taught English, coached basketball and uh, track and field, and eventually golf. That's a seniority issue, not necessarily <laughs> talent. Um, but most of those were as a non-Christian. Uh, it coaches Bible study breakfast, uh, a Bible-believing, Bible-preaching church influenced me, and uh, I made a profession of faith in, in 1977, December. And um, shortly, you know, about a year and a half later, I was leading a basketball team for sports ambassadors, and they took a real risk in sending a young believer uh, into a competitive environment, but it was life-changing for me. 
And when I came back, I really knew I wanted to serve mm -hmm. the Lord. I didn't know how that would take place. Mm -hmm. And um, before I could make too many moves, the local church came to us and said, would you leave teaching and come on staff as a sports minister? Uh, quite frankly, I don't think all of the elders were uh, <laughs> supportive of that, but the senior pastor had enough influence that he convinced them uh, they should do that. And um, I remember the first, after the first year, uh, standing before the elders to give them a report of the ministry, and we were able to demonstrate to them the, uh, the bridges that we had made to the community. And uh, the program there flourished. It was uh, an exciting, exciting cool. time for us. And I'd like to say I orchestrated that ministry, but I really didn't. God did. The church caught the vision, and uh, people recognized we did have a ministry philosophy that uh, we wanted to provide a means for our church to reach out into the community and communicate the gospel and for those who are responsive then to assimilate them into the life of the church but at the same time every believer is in process so we learned that discipleship was an important yeah. component of what we did so again uh, it was it was the work of the Lord that I just had a had the privilege of being a part of but in saying that it was more than just that church it grew into more than that and God honored you and your faithfulness and how did CSI come about? Well actually um, I, I served at Los Gatos Christian Church for five years and they sent me to seminary <laughs> and when I came back from seminary they gave me a choice of assignments other than sports ministry and I, I chose becoming a church planner with one of the other staff members so we started a church in a different part of the city and uh, we started with 400 people which is a pretty healthy plant but it was a big mother church and that 400 grew to 1200 mm. and as that was happening uh, the international sports coalition had started in 1986 and i was privileged to be a part of founding the isc and when we would have meetings, Bob Provost was always my roommate, and he would be telling me about what God was doing at the Master's College. I was telling him what was happening at the church where I had just started. And eventually, uh, I got a call from him and said, would you come down and meet with Dr. MacArthur and talk about writing a major for the college so a student could come and actually major in sports ministry at the Master's College. and then be dual, be on staff at the college and be on staff at the church and bridge what we were doing from the college to the church. So we did that and the only reason I'm going so long to tell you this story is I worked three years to write that curriculum only for the college to have an economy crunch and cut the program but the good thing was before they cut the program uh, I had made a decision to go back to the mother church for a lot of different reasons which I don't need to go into but after being at the Mother Church for two years as the evangelism and discipleship pastor, uh, really felt compelled that the sequence of experiences I had at the three churches and the college, that um, that was information needed to be packaged in such yeah. a way that other churches could profit from that experience right. and develop 
sports ministry programs and often when people hear the word sports and ministry they think it's an oxymoron they don't go together but it's sports in order to do ministry and not activity and so that distinctive drove me to uh, see God calling us to start Church Sports International. We started in 92, we finally closed our doors in 2013, but during that period of time had the privilege of serving a lot of different countries, a lot of different churches. And, and you alluded to it, it's another thing I wanted to ask you about. You really did, through the Masters, even though it may have been short-lived, <laughs> you started the very first that we're aware of, sports ministry curriculum yeah. at a university. Yeah. And, and now, it's a moving target, but now we know that there's been dozens, if not scores, yeah. of schools. And I would tell you that I think most of those curriculums were based upon your original. And so you've been a pioneer not only in starting it for a church, and not only in terms of an international ministry, but also in the academic world. And you've, you've helped the movement in that way. You have insights for those that are going forward in this regard? Well, since I've taught some workshops here, and I've started almost every workshop the same way, in Matthew 16, 18, Jesus said he would build his truth on the fundamental principle that he was the Messiah, the Savior, the Son of God. And um, before he left this earth and ascended, he said, you shall be my witnesses. He didn't uh, make it a multiple choice thing. It wasn't optional. It was you shall be. And the church is the thing that he wants to build. All the church needs to decide is what's the most effective yeah. way right. for us to build the church of God. And um, it's no secret that globally sports, sports and recreation is a prevailing force. And I think that when churches understand they have a means of getting outside of their walls and intersecting with the unbelieving, unchurched segment, that they would see the value of sports ministry. And so if they understand the beginning component of all they're doing really is being faithful to what Christ has called them to do in order to build his church, all they have to decide is which of those activities give them greatest opportunity. When the Apostle Paul said he was willing to be Jew or Greek, um, he said that he was willing to be either of those things for the sake of the gospel. And what he was really saying is he, was, he wanted to be culturally relevant. Absolutely. And there's nothing more relevant to the cultures of our world than sports. And so for churches, my, my encouragement would be is if you begin with that premise and simply say, all right, now let's be biblical about what we do. And the church is designed to preach the gospel, to build up the believer, and to share corporate worship. We can do all of those things through sports and recreation ministry, which gives us access to the, those outside the church, access to those inside the church, and establish those biblical goals and stay faithful. You were a pioneer in these areas that we've mentioned. Some of the very first videos that I ever watched were of Roger Oswald teaching these concepts. <laughs> yeah. Some of the very first audio tapes that I listened to and then Roger you you blessed me personally and you blessed CSRM when you said would you take these CSI resources 
And for anybody watching this, you can still get the CSI resources through the CSRM website. And literally these concepts have gone around the world in various forms, either because you went or because these tapes went, yeah. because other people that you have mentored and taught have gone. And I, I just want to say, Roger, what a privilege it has been for me to count you as a mentor, as a friend, as a brother, as someone that we can do this ministry together in. And to think that I was privileged enough to serve on the original founding board of CSRM with you, that you were one of those founding members, these are some, these are some very great memories and, and treasures, things that I treasure in my heart. So do I. And for all of those people around the world that today are disciples of Jesus because of someone that you've trained or influenced that you've never met, they don't know you, hmm. and I, this is no time soon, but when God calls you home, those people are going to be there and they'll know. For all those people, I, I want to say thank you for what you've done in your faithfulness. And it would be, I think I would be remiss, and we would be remiss if we also didn't say to you that it hasn't just been your wisdom and knowledge, but it's been who you are. And you have led a life, Roger, that we can follow. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I don't deserve <laughs> any of that. God deserves all of it. It's just been a a distinct pleasure. I, I mentioned this today. I, I did not become a Christian until I was 40 years old. Mm -hmm. And there's not a day go by that I don't lament 40 wasted years. Yeah. But uh, God has given me the privilege in the time from 40 to 75 to uh, be involved in the International Sports Coalition, uh, Sports Outreach America, CSRM, and to have been involved in the local church in a number of different ways. God has blessed me immeasurably. Thanks for spending some time with us. Thanks, Greg. Thanks for you for watching this, and uh, we'll have a few more interviews coming up. Thanks to everybody. Thanks, Greg. The CSRM Podcast is a production of the Association of Church Sports and Recreation Ministers and their video production house, Overwhelming Victory Flicks. Dr. Greg Linville is the executive producer, and Andrew Fouts is associate producer and editor. For more information about CSRM, visit csrm.org. For more information about Overwhelming Victory, visit overwhelmingvictory.org. The CSRM Podcast is the flagship member of the podcast network, Overwhelming Victory Radio. For more information on Overwhelming Victory Radio or to listen to our partner podcasts, visit overwhelmingvictory.org backslash OV Radio.